Before we begin, a reminder that nothing on this podcast is intended as a statement of faith, doctrine, or fellowship, and this podcast is not affiliated with any church, school, or calling body. What's up, gents? My name is Charlie Ungemach, and you are listening to an episode of the Gird Up Broadcast. Now, the dudes are going to join me in just a minute, and we got a lot of great content coming your way. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to all those who help support the Gird Up Project here. All of our content at Gird Up is available free to anyone anywhere in the world who might benefit from our message, and we want to keep it that way. But we also have to rely then upon the contributions of our listeners to do so. You'll never see any paywalls or exclusive content here at Gird Up. That being said, it does cost us money to put a show like this together. So if you find what we're doing here valuable and you enjoy the broadcast and you're willing and able to do so, please go to www.girdupministries.com, click on the menu, and select Buy Us a Cup of Coffee. That $5 donation goes a long way towards keeping this podcast going and helps us reach and minister to many more men just like you. Hope you enjoy the broadcast today. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungemach, and we have a very special episode today, first of its kind, for a couple of different reasons. The first of which is we're going to do a holiday gift guide this year. It's all up on the website. We'll make sure we have that information down in the show notes below where you can find that and all that information. But also exciting because first over here we got Connor Herter, who's with us all the time, and it's always special <laughs> to have you. Connor Bryce couldn't guy. join us today. He had something going on with his family. Um, so, in the third chair over here today is my mother. Hello, Amy. <laughs> um, first, so you got to do what everybody else does, and you got to tell us a little bit about yourself first. Well, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> I'm Charlie's mom. Um, he has two sisters. Uh, my husband and I live in um, Trever, Wisconsin, which is just on the state line. Um, we've lived here for quite a long time. Grew up in this area mm-hmm. and uh, never really thought we'd end up living here again, but we're very grateful to be here. Yeah. Do you, um, you, we've, so you've lived a couple of different spots, right? Indiana, um, La Crosse, and here. Yes. And uh, well, I guess kind of the La Crosse area with Toma too, right? Right. Um, so where is your favorite spot to live out of the three? Well, I've always thought of this as home, so this would be my favorite spot. Southeast Wisconsin. If you could go anywhere, would you still stay here? Or where would you go? I think I might keep a, at least a home base here and maybe travel out oh, that would be nice. from yeah. here. Right, where you would know, you go? If we're really dreaming, we could maybe have a few different places, someplace up north, someplace oh, course, down yeah. south. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. I like that. <laughs> cool. Um, you are my mother. Right, so happy to have you. Well, um, I I'm genuinely curious. Uh, so you listen to the podcast all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> most of the time, we'll Sometimes. say most of the time, Often. right? Okay. Um, so, well, um, I I guess I'm not, I should have thought of how I was going to ask this before. So, do do you like that I have a podcast? <laughs> well, you know, it's a very unusual. It feeling to listen to someone that you know well on a 
pretty public podcast. But yes, I, I'm very proud of you for having this podcast. <laughs> she said she's proud of you. Yeah, I was going to say, share that, <laughs> save that uh, sound bite right, right there. Right there yeah. Yeah. That's no, she says it. I like she doesn't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and so you're also our gift expert for today, uh, which is exciting as well. Um, Connor, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. I mean, everything went really well. We had typical turkey, mashed potatoes, all that good stuff. And then we watched the Lions lose to the Packers, of course, which I'm sure will come up later Go in this Packers. podcast. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Packers. It's, it's, it's still easier to handle as a Lions fan because we've had a good year. And so despite a couple of losses here and there that we probably shouldn't have had, like this past Thursday, I'm still proud to call myself a Lions fan. Don't worry, you'll blow it. I know. <laughs> we'll be fine, though. We'll be fine. So what you, would you do over Thanksgiving um pretty much uh well i should say uh as part of my shout out this week is uh my girlfriend flew out from minnesota and spent the week or i guess tuesday through today i took her to the airport we got up at 3 30 this morning Oof, you've had a long day because she had a 7 a.m flight to go on this morning um so yeah i've been pretty much going all day and uh so she came out and we spent the majority of the time together went to a buddy's hunting cabin up north uh, did a whole bunch of good stuff over the week. Saw my brother and introduced her to all five of his kids and that madness that he has going on at their house right now. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really good. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. Did you get a deer? No, I didn't go out hunting this year. I just just went up there to eat the venison and uh, <laughs> leftover pie they had on Friday. Awesome. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. Awesome. And we had a pretty calm Thanksgiving over here, but a uh, big a good big turkey. <laughs> yes. And. Uh, Okay, all the fixings, I everything. I cooking. Oh man, I ended. Up, I I I had a Costco pie earlier in the week, and then a whole bunch of pumpkin pie here oh, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pumpkin pie is possibly the best part. Of, uh, nope, it's not the best part of Thanksgiving. The best part of Thanksgiving is the day or two after Thanksgiving when mom makes this. It's like Velveeta and no, turkey no, no, and no. okay, what is it? Well, it's it's. <laughs> it's heaven on earth is it's what it is bread <laughs> and then it's leftover turkey mm. and cheese sauce mm. and bacon and tomatoes which are really the only redeeming quality <laughs> of the whole thing um but it's a good way to use up a lot of leftover turkey yeah and it's like in like it. a casserole like dish it. and it is one of my favorite meals of the entire year yeah, I we like would. I, really I personally good. would riot if we didn't have. Uh, I, I I would say we. I think I'm the driving force. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, even actually like it. Really? <laughs> well, I think it's delicious, and it makes me makes me happy every year. It's absolutely fantastic. I love it. Awesome. All right, so we're gonna go through the uh, Gird Up gift guide. So it's the first time uh, we've ever had a gift guide, Mom. It was actually your idea to do a gift guide um, to begin with. What what uh, why? Yeah, why'd you think it was a good idea for... Obviously, I agree with you because we did it, right? Um, but why'd you think it was a good idea for us to put together a gift guide? Well, I've uh, followed bloggers for, for many years, and it's a pretty common thing for a blogger or an Instagram or, uh, or a podcaster to put together a gift guide. And I just find them real helpful mm. um, if you're buying products that you've never used before, but somebody that you... I don't, guess you don't really know them, but someone you kind of trust has recommended them. I just I think it's handy, and I thought maybe the your audience wouldn't mind having a little help 
generating some ideas. Yeah. Well, and I jumped on the idea mostly because I've definitely given some duds. Um, not so much recently, I don't think, but I've definitely given some duds um, over the years, especially to the women in my life, right? Um, or on the other side, um, on the other side, I've also um, spent. <laughs> you probably know this, but I've also more than more than I would like to admit, have just sent a text to my sisters and said, "Look, pick something out for mom, <laughs> or pick something out for grandma, I'll or you your sister, or whoever." <laughs> yeah, and put my name on the card, yep, right? Yep. Um, and I don't like doing that. I, I would like either. to give. Yeah. I like to pick something out and and, and give something personal, um, even if. And that can be a really hard thing to do, right? Especially when you have no clue. The other side is I also know I can be really difficult <laughs> uh, receiving gifts, mm-hmm. um, both because oftentimes if I really want something or think I need just something, yeah, I just find Me a way too. to get, yeah. <laughs> get my hands on it, right? Um, and I'm also really picky about like what I wear mm-hmm. and even oftentimes the things I eat and what I drink, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know I can be... Uh, notoriously difficult for gifts, everyone. So, Connor, you you seem like you're pretty good with the gifts. I am not. Um, <laughs> I I have been getting better over the last couple of years because in the similar in a similar way, like my parents have always been like, "Hey, we got you something for one of the nieces or for one of the nephews. We put your name on their card." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, that doesn't feel right. Like that's that's not who I want to be." And so I've been trying to be better about putting together gifts. I'm also very difficult to buy for because I have a very particular like style that i like i have everything about what i do is very unique and when it catches my eye in the right way then i go that's that's what i want and so what i've started doing is putting together an amazon list and just sending it out to people and be like pick something because this is what i want and if i don't want it and i'm not going to get it myself then this is a good opportunity for you guys awesome Oh, yeah, thank you. So we also need to make it clear that at, uh, we, uh, so we've set up a, an Amazon Associates account for the Gerda Podcast. So um, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of links in a second, or not links, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different items and gift ideas in a second, first for the girls, then for the guys. Um, and a lot of them, if you go on the Gerda website, and we'll make sure, like I said, we'll have the information in the show notes below. There'll be a link there. We'll also put a link on the Instagram so you can grab it from there and just go um, right to the item. If you click on the link when it on the Gird Up website, then it will take you to a special, um, like a special spot on Amazon where if you buy then from the link, um, Gird Up gets some money kicked back from that purchase. So it's not nice. a lot of money. We're not going nice. to like be living in a fancy house because of this or anything <laughs> like that. We're still going to be living in the dorms, um, but <clears throat> it does um, help fund the Gird Up podcast a little bit and. Um, it makes it easier for us to put more stuff like this together, right? Because sure. it takes time and effort to do these kinds of things. So, um, we, yeah, so the, the, here's the disclaimer. Uh, this page does contain affiliate links. If you choose to purchase after clicking a link that we have on the podcast uh, website, we may receive a commission at no extra cost to you. And so, obviously, please do use those links because all those proceeds from the links will support the ministry we're doing here at GERD UP. So, if you go to the Gird Up website, go up to the top, the menu, and uh, you will find on the menu, it just says 2023 Holiday Gift Guide. If we do this again in the future, which I hope we do, we'll put the rest of the gift guides on there as well. And you'll have a bunch of resources for um, ideas to buy gifts for your the people in your life. Um, so first, let's start with the girls. Um, we have 15 things on the list here. And I think it's a great list. Um Let's start with the, yeah, I'll just go right down the list here. So number one uh, was a women's prayer journal. Uh, I like the way it looks, personally. And it, 
this one's specifically designed for women. I think it'd be a good gift, kind of no matter what. Um, but this one specifically uh, was a a women's prayer journal. Uh, why why would a prayer journal be a good idea? Well, I think this one it it's pretty, which sounds silly, but yeah, it's it nice to have something that if you're going to look at it every day that you like the way it looks. Um, it and it's also paired with. Uh, a recommendation for some gel pens to go with it. But this particular one, I was looking through it. Uh, there are lots of open pages. There are um, like inspirational messages within it. Um, just lots of opportunity to think about who you're praying for and just in general um, be a little bit more deliberate mm. about your prayer life instead of, you know, trying to run through a list in your mind Mm -hmm. and think, well, now, who is that that I said I was going to pray for? Uh, And then I noticed on this one, too, there's also a a spot for answered prayers, which I thought was kind of a nice addition because sometimes it's easy to forget um, or it's nice to go back and remind yourself that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were praying about this and look at what this outcome was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even like even if you do use a notebook to pray, like to record what you're praying for every day, which I have at times in the past, it still tends to be kind of monotonous, which maybe sounds like the wrong thing to say about prayer, right? But sure. it, it's true though; it does get kind it of monotonous. Feels like, it feels like a homework assignment <clears throat> at that point, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're saying the same thing every day. Um, and so, some a resource like this with a with like a prayer journal that's already set up for you can kind of take you out of that and make you think about different approaches and things like that too. I also like the idea of the different colored uh, gel pens. I was joking earlier; some things don't change from like sixth grade. No, right? they really don't. The gel <laughs> gel pens were awesome then; they're still, they're still awesome, awesome now. The yeah. girls. Uh, Maybe not all girls, but generally it seems like girls are a little more enthusiastic about it than the guys are. Uh, but like taking notes in different colors and things like that as well. So, but I honestly, I think pers- personally, I would find a whole bunch of different colored gel pens <laughs> pretty useful as well. So that that I think would also oh, be yeah. a, a great gift, kind of across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, that yeah. pairing of the prayer journal and the pens together, I think, is a great idea. Cool. So that's number one and number two. Number three is a faith necklace. Now. Um, a necklace. I am always curious about jewelry. When would it? When would it be appropriate? And who would it be appropriate to give jewelry to? Well, I think it depends a little bit on what the jewelry is. But for something like this, this was recommended, and I think really any woman of faith would probably enjoy this. Or I think any woman could, named Faith. Yeah, mm. that too. That too. <laughs> um, you know, I think you can give jewelry to your sisters. You can give it to your girlfriend, your mom. This particular thing, everything in the gift guide really could be given to almost anybody, maybe with a few exceptions. But this particular one, um, you know, it's simple. It's not so unique that it would limit who would like it and who wouldn't so um i don't know i think you if it's someone that you have observed likes to wear a necklace once in a while i think this would be a good gift i learned an important lesson in uh, giving jewelry when i decided to buy uh, michelle uh, for her birthday i decided to buy her a necklace and earring set from from k jewelers and I went there by myself just to kind of case the joint out. That's not the, that makes it sound like I'm about to rob it. <laughs> okay, when well, I was just looking for something, uh, and everything that I picked out, I was like, "Oh, this is beautiful! Like she's gonna love this." And I took some pictures and I showed her to my mom and my sister. And like, you have terrible taste in jewelry. 
And I think it's because, like, as a guy, or maybe just me and myself, I tend to equate, like, bigger, gaudier, shinier, the more material that's involved in the creation of this piece of jewelry, the more valuable it's going to be. Apparently, you're not supposed to buy green and pink, like, stones or anything like that for anyone that's not your grandma. And so, <laughs> so I learned, and so I went with a nice, I went with a nice little simplistic, I think, diamond set or something like that, so basically the idea is talk to somebody that's feminine that has much more knowledge if you're going to make a choice on jewelry but this necklace i think is awesome because it is in the design of a cross and it has that faith written right through the middle of it so i think it, it like you said it goes with anybody yeah and, and it's a nice simple design it's not gaudy it's not you know huge yeah <laughs> so um I also noticed that you could, if you wanted to, add a little an additional charm, like a birthstone <coughs> charm, to this. But I personally just really like the basic necklace. Yeah. And this wasn't my suggestion, even. I think it's oh, very nice. nice. Here's and maybe you know the answer to this. Maybe you don't. What about uh, like green necks, right? Um, this this one's thirty four dollars sterling silver. So um, what? If I don't want that to be a reality, right, uh, where it's clearly cheap jewelry, what should I be looking for? Well, I think you want to look at what it's made of. Like this one says sterling silver. Um, sometimes if it's a gold item, it'll say, you know, like 14 karat gold. You know, if it's two ninety nine, that might be a, a warning <laughs> sign. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome. Any... Any more thoughts on the jewelry? No, I like that necklace. The necklace in particular? Yeah, yeah it's like cool. One. I like it. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. All right. Uh, the fourth one, number four on the list, is a board game. This one is Azul. I've never played Azul. I've never played that either. No, I haven't either. I know it means blue in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know. It's got tiles and all kinds of things. It looks like maybe it's a... Uh, like has to do with patterns or something? I honestly don't know how to play the game, but it looks interesting. It yeah, this was recommended with with the side note that if you're going to buy a game for someone, you need to be willing to play it with that person. Because, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was a perfect reminder that if you're going to buy a game, you have to be willing willing to participate. But yeah, this one looks like a lot of fun, but I haven't played it either. Yeah. This one looks like it might be a little more, little too involved for me. Like I, I personally like the a little bit more simple. We've been playing dominoes a little, well, maybe not we, but I, I have kind of fallen in love with Mexican train dominoes, and I enjoy that. Um, like a little bit more simpler game, and you can go so many different directions with the games like that. Uh, but I know a lot of people love Settlers of Catan, and even like Dungeons and Dragons and things mm-hmm. seems to be making a little more of a resurgence. Maybe that's more on the guys' side of things. I think it could be. Um, but uh, yeah, I think a game is a great idea, especially if you're willing to play, and especially if it's something that you enjoy doing together, because that's kind of a double, double-sided gift, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. It's like a two-edged sword. Um, you're, you're both you're, involved. You're giving them a gift, yeah. but you're also saying, I'm going to kind of... Like implicitly making a commitment to spend time with them and things too. Sure. Which I think it's a great idea. I did want to just note, since none of us can really endorse this game, 14,000 people on Amazon gave it 4.8 stars. That's so. pretty good. There you go. Yeah, that sounds promising. All right. Um, what, what other games do you think? Uh, do you have any other suggestions for games you could give? You got Mystery Date a couple of years ago. <laughs> I did. 
get mystery date because I mentioned it once that I was never allowed to have it as a child. And so, gosh darn it, we're going to find it. And I think it kind of started from that movie, The Santa Claus. Yeah. 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 Yep. So now I do own it. And I can kind of understand why I wasn't ever given it as a child. But it's goofy and fun. Yeah. Were you guys a big board game family growing up or anything like that? When we were younger, like the kids played together yeah. a lot. Played Sorry. And... Yeah, I played a lot of Sorry. <laughs> well, I had two sisters, so I played quite a bit of Pretty Pretty Princess. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a board game. That, that's just where they slap makeup on you, bud. No. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it was a game. It was a game. You had to, you play, and as you played, then you put jewelry on. Like you won jewelry and you got the Pretty oh, yeah. Princess. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and I, could, I can tell you for sure, I can fit at least four earrings in my nose. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's too much information <laughs> we also played i believe we played like candy land yeah and i played a lot of rummy cube and that kind of stuff okay yeah, yeah. rummy cube was a big mom one. taught me how to multiply by teaching me cribbage really yeah, yeah i still don't know how to bit. play that yeah that one's still on my list to learn yeah i'm not great at it and like you got to make sure you don't play with cutthroat people mm-hmm. the first time through because otherwise um, they will not teach you. They will just beat you. Yeah. And then at the end, go, hey, by the way, these are all the things you did wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to make sure you play with the right people the first time. Okay, cool. Um, number five, a throw blanket. This throw blanket is kind of unique. It's got a, uh, a little patch in the corner that has a heart on it and a Bible passage, uh, Psalm 34, verse 18, uh, which is cool. Um, Mom, you were saying kind of a throw, a throw, not a throw rug. Um, a throw blanket of any kind would probably be a good idea. Yes. Yeah, I think a nice, um, new, soft, <clears throat> cushy one um, is always nice because, you know, you use them throughout the year, and even though they're probably fine, it's always nice to have something new. This particular one I think would be really great for someone who's – has had a rough year or is going through a difficult time Mm -hmm. um, just because of the sentiment shared on the on the little patch that's included Um, and then also I you know it's just a real pretty light color so pretty much anyone would like it Um, it doesn't it's not going to clash with anything but but if you know somebody who is suffering or going through a difficult stretch for any reason, I think they would really love this. Yeah, this was a awesome. great recommendation. I think I noticed too on the when we, when the recommendations list. I think there was a weighted blanket maybe on there too. Um, have you guys ever used a weighted blanket like that? I am one of those people that sleeps with a sheet at night. Like that's the extent. I can't. I don't. I'm very warm blooded, so I don't put a lot of extra stuff on top of me. Our dorm room is consistently at like 58 degrees. Yeah, it yeah. is because I always have the window <laughs> cracked. The, we it's been below freezing pretty much every night for about a month now, yeah. and we've had the windows open every night. <laughs> yeah, so maybe we're not the right guys to ask. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would like a a way to blanket, but I know some people really really love them. I think people either love them or want nothing to do with them. So, I don't have any experience with So them. unless you know somebody likes it, maybe lean away from mm-hmm. the weighted blanket and just go with more of a throw. Yeah. 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 Something pretty if it's for a woman in your life. Yeah. Sure. If they've got a bunch of kids, maybe not a white one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know because if it's a gift, you, know, you, they you, might know, keep you it to might themselves. want to give somebody something that they wouldn't necessarily go buy yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know? Okay. But yeah. you you would have to look at the 
situation and decide that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well actually we're going to talk about that rule a little bit later uh, as well, especially more, maybe a little more on the guy's side. Okay. Number six, the ESV study Bible. Obviously anybody could use a Bible, right? Uh, but this particular Bible, um, not only is, so the EHV is a great, uh, it's a good Lutheran translation. Um, it's, our professors would want us to mention that style is not stylistically consistent in translation sometimes, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, sometimes in some places where it's like poetry, they don't always translate poetry quite the same way, things like that. But it is an excellent, like the Professor Geiger, who we rant and rave about, yeah, not yeah. rant really, just no. just rave, yeah, because yeah. he's awesome uh, on the podcast pretty frequently. He he really enjoys the ES, EHV Study Bible um, specifically because it has so many great resources in the Study Bible portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you are, I, we're not by any means scholars on like which translations to use. It seems the e, ESV is a little less. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. There's fewer people criticizing that one sure. um, in our circles. A little more neutral as far as the translation goes. NIV has had some uh, changes that, like maybe a lot of uh, conservative church buyers lean away from it mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the EHV or the ESV are really uh, solid translations that you can yeah. that you can pick up. And I have not personally seen the ehv study bible in person yet oh you've got one yeah i'll show it to you is it as good as as they say it is it is and what i found was last year when we were taking uh corinthians with professor frederick like he would mention something about a particular verse and then i would look in my bible and be like this this guy clearly had like professor frederick in class because it was almost like word for word (laughs) what was on the the study notes so yeah there's a when you have professors that spend so much time you know, being involved in the lives of future called workers, and then they go on to produce works themselves. I feel like you often find similar thinking or similar wording in the type of material that they're putting out. Yeah. And then uh, in addition to that, um, a lot of times a study Bible like this will have a page in there where you can write, you know, who it's for, Mm -hmm. who it's from, what the occasion was, things like that. I've got a friend who um, actually he, he's got, I want to say he's, I should know this. He's got four kids, and he has in different phases of his life. So um, when his first child was born, he took the Bible, his confirmation, it might not have been his confirmation Bible, but he took the Bible he was using at the time, and he takes notes in it, and he highlights and things like that, and stopped writing in it, and set it aside for his oldest child. And then picked up another Bible, another study Bible, and started doing the same thing, highlighting and marking oh, his favorite nice. passages and that's things really like cool. that. And uh, so now he's doing, but he's done that for each of his children. And when they get confirmed then into the church, then he gives them a Bible with their dad's handwriting and favorite oh. passages and all that oh, kind of stuff nice. highlighted that's, in it and all that. Nice. Um, so that was that's what I was thinking a little bit too with the, the EHV study Bible. Which So whether you're doing something like that or just giving a Bible, um, I think it's a great... A great tool. Also, somebody who's maybe come like to change churches or has kind of been renewed, renewed in their faith or something like that it might be a great, great opportunity to give them a Bible sure. as well. Cool. Um, number seven, a pillowcase. Now, this is no simple, ordinary pillowcase. <laughs> okay, I could speak to this. So the whole idea of um, like a silky or a satin pillowcase is that it's supposed to be real gentle on your hair. Um, so people use them if they have long hair or I think, as I understand it, people who have like very curly hair or hair that breaks off, the satin pillowcase is supposed to be very gentle 
on your hair and also on your skin as well. So for those of us who don't have any hair left, well, I, was, I was thinking for the beard myself. Yeah, keep your beard <laughs> yeah. from getting no all curly and fuzzy. Since there's no hair on my head itself, the pillow is very nice yeah. on the skin. Then, yeah. Um, so you know, I think this would be a gift. I mean, if you if you've got let's say a sister who is like into makeup and hair care and you know really enjoys that kind mm-hmm. of thing, they will immediately understand the satin pillowcase. Um, so that would be my suggestion as far as who might who might want it or be interested in it. You know, somebody who is into that kind of sure. thing. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, number eight then kind of goes uh, more in the, well, I was going to say more in the girlfriend direction, but it doesn't, it wouldn't have to actually. Uh, I think especially for, uh, if it's somebody who's, um, Let's see, like a newly wedded couple or something mm-hmm. like that. That would mm-hmm. be fun too. It's a it's a book full of dinner date challenges, um, and so, um, I mean, let me click on it here. And yeah, I think it's pretty new because I haven't found a lot of reviews, but it seems like a cute idea. Where and the the point I think is to you cook dinner together, spend some time together, mm-hmm. do a little something. Um, I, I did find one that said, like, for the activity, you, like, ate maybe just by candlelight or kind sure. of, you yeah. know. I mean, yeah. so it was not anything real extreme, but just some suggestions. Right. And so uh, here it says, um, the so you cook, it gives you the, uh, the recipe and easy to find ingredients and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but then it also, for each one, has a challenge and, or a game to fill the downtime between prepping and eating. So... Yeah, that's kind of a cool idea, something to do together. Yeah, this company that makes them, I've actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I've actually bought one of their books before in the past with a previous girlfriend where it was uh, another adventure date-like thing. And so, like, it was, you had to scratch it off. I spent $150 on it because it came with a Polaroid kit. <laughs> Whatever. Like, you were supposed to put the pictures in there. But it was fun. I mean, the few times we got to use it in our short relationship, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, so the company who makes that is the same company that makes, and you'll probably see their ads on Instagram and that kind of stuff if that's the kind of thing you're looking for. So yeah, the guys that make it, I have bought their stuff before. Good quality stuff. On a similar strain too, um, there's you can get like little, if, if the book isn't so much your speed, you can also get games and things which basically do the same thing. So it'll be like a little deck of cards. Um, so like... Uh, one of them is called um, "The Only Stranger in the Room" or "No Strangers in the Room," something like that. Um, like, but you you can find like conversation starter games or things like that also, which might kind of be up the same the same alley. I like this idea, and you see things like this advertised on social media and things like that pretty often too. Something like that would be. A good I got I got to correct. I'm sorry. She bought the book, not me. I'm remembering now. Like, <laughs> it seems like just so we're clear. Detail. She bought the book. <laughs> So she listens to the pod. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Sorry about well, that. Well, great. Glad to have her here. Um, awesome. Number nine. This was a great idea. I think yeah. it was, if I remember correctly, it was submitted by a teacher, which explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but number nine was uh, rechargeable hand warmers. Oh, such a now, good idea. I've seen, obviously, like the, the warm feet or whatever, mm-hmm. warm hands, where you break them open like an old, like the old school uh, yep, yep, yep. Um, ice packs, and then they stay warm for a while, and then they kind of go away and you throw them a lot away. Of, a lot of, it comes out a lot during hunting season. Right. Yep. Now, these are, you plug them in just like you would a cell phone or something like that, and they recharge, and they keep you warm. Um, so I thought that was, that's an awesome that gift, especially idea. for a teacher or somebody that has to spend some time mm-hmm. outside. Um, it would be a great one, like you mentioned, for, for hunters and mm-hmm. things like that, too. Yeah. 
if you go to your kids' athletic games, oh, yeah. if you don't have uh, elect- or, yeah, electric start or a remote start, yeah. that's what yeah. I want. Remote start for your vehicle. When you get in, you could warm up your hands after you scrape. If you don't the car. have heated seats, you can stick them in your back pockets. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It is. <laughs> awesome. Number ten is a puzzle, and this is a Christmas puzzle. It's actually a really great puzzle. I would absolutely do that puzzle. We like to do puzzles around the holidays. I think Grandma always had a puzzle going around the holidays. Well, she kind of always had a puzzle going anyway. But we've done puzzles over the holidays. Again, it's something you can do with them. I would even say maybe if it's not a puzzle person. So if you know it's a puzzle person, a puzzle is always a good idea. Mm-hmm. If you're not sure it's a puzzle person. Be prepared to do the puzzle with them. Oh, another quality. <laughs> yeah, <time>. for sure. <laughs> yep. Um, number 11. Number 11 is a makeup mirror. Now, I honestly thought to myself, do you really need a foldable makeup mirror? With well, a yes, light? Charlie, you do. <laughs> you, well, you might. <laughs> no, this is little. So this would be great for somebody who travels, somebody goes to the gym. Um, you just throw it in your bag. It lights... It lights up. It opens like a compact. Um, it's got a magnifying section and then just a regular section. It's not very bulky. And so it'd be a great stocking stuffer. Again, you have a sister you're looking to buy something for. Um, girlfriend, if you think, or wife, if you think that they would use it, you know, like, again, traveling or going to the gym sure. or, ha- you know, somebody who has a long day who goes from work to games to meetings or whatever um it's just a handy little thing and the light i think that's it's got a light at the bottom of it yeah okay Uh, i do have to ask though what is a compact oh it's a makeup item like you open it up and it usually has powder does it come that way or do you put it in there yourself well (laughs) usually it comes that way but okay we could really get in the weeds on that (laughs) question probably it's not the direction you want to go. <laughs> okay. So the makeup case is a good idea, though. Uh, it's not a makeup case. It's oh, a I'm sorry. makeup it's a mirror. Makeup mirror. mirror. Yeah. I was thinking about for putting contacts in if you travel on the road well, or something yeah, like actually, that. For eight bucks, it's not bad. I think yeah. you can get it in black. Or yeah. Whatever. You wouldn't have to wait in the line at the, like the, the truck stop. <laughs> yeah. Except, well, the truck stop bathroom or the right. bathroom at the at the uh, airport either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically That's the true. same sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, number 12. This is a very cool looking vase. It's a familiar looking vase. Yeah, that's because we have one. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, for this it is now. just a nice um, neutral vase. It's got some texture. Uh, it comes in two sizes. Um, both sizes are handy. Um, it works for fresh flowers, it works for dried flowers, or, um, you know, really whatever you, you want to put in it. it. It also is nice enough that. It doesn't look bad just sitting on a shelf. One of the things that I like about it is that it is not see-through, so you mm. don't have to look at all the stems, Yeah, mm. which is just a little personal preference. I didn't think of this till right now, but you could get her a vase, and then even if you don't tell her, make the commitment to keeping it filled with flowers all the time. Well, yeah, there's a nice It's not a bad idea. You, so Connor got a little distracted in the middle. Of the, is that vase out here somewhere? 
I was it, looking at No, that. it's not, but it's similar. <clears throat> yeah, that's similar that's to one, one that you can see. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. got good style. You got good yeah. taste. So, <laughs> yeah, I like all it. right, cool. You can get her a vase. I like. I do really like the one. The, the one that you picked out. So it's not. It's not like I said. It's on a website. Uh, you can go look at all the all. The, there's pictures and then links down below. Uh, number thirteen, a reading light, light, unlike one I've ever seen before. So I, when I was a kid, I had you know the reading light that clipped on your book and it kind of shone down. And mm-hmm. it, it worked. It wasn't the mm-hmm. best thing in the world, but it worked. This one's a little bit unique. This one wraps around your neck and shines out forward. Again, it wouldn't just have to be a reading light. It could be used for all kinds of different things. Like working yeah. on a, working on a pro, like working on your car after Early dark, morning fishing, tying lures oh, on yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, or, or reading a book. <laughs> yeah, or reading a book. Right, but like all kinds of different things. You know, you asked about um, how, why I liked gift guides or what gave me the idea. But that's one of the fun things about a gift guide is you get a chance to see what other people like. Yeah. In my case, like what younger people are interested. Sure. And this was an item that I saw on multiple gift guides last year. Really? Okay. It was highly recommended. So I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. And well, and say even again, you know, a house full of kids or a, a young couple with a small apartment, like all things, people who wouldn't necessarily be able to turn all the lights on all the time whenever mm-hmm. they need to do something. It'd be a good one. Awesome. Number 14, we got a little more jewelry. This one is a little more expensive than the other one, right? The bracelet here. Yeah, it is a little bit more expensive. Yeah, not a lot. Marginally more expensive. So what is there a difference between giving, like your girlfriend, for example, would there be a difference between giving her a, a, a bracelet versus giving her a necklace? Is there any implication there? Well, I'm a little bit old to remember for sure. <laughs> but so, well, so the answer would be not an obvious one, probably? No, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, and this is, a again, just kind of a basic um simple style it's three together which is a something that's kind of trendy right now okay um it's a little bit more expensive because this one is not silver um this one is more of a gold tone to it but um yeah i think a a necklace is a or excuse me a bracelet or a necklace is a friendly gift sure yeah okay um should there, like, as a guy, is it a good idea to kind of consider what she already wears, or, um, like, what would? Yeah, probably that would be a good idea. Well, what do, what does that? Well, okay, that, maybe that's an obvious question. <laughs> but um, from, to, uh, let me think of how to rephrase that. Then, is it a good idea to like buy something similar to what she already has, or do you want to go in a different direction? If you're thinking about going in a different direction, my advice would be run it by her friend or her mm-hmm. sister mm-hmm. or somebody just to see um, because maybe the direction you're thinking is great, but maybe the direction you're thinking is something. probably yeah. you something you should reconsider. She said to her sister one time, I would never be caught dead wearing that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to be in that situation. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. And then the last one on the list is the most expensive one on the list. And it's a beautiful tote purse, right? Yeah, so there's, I have some disclaimers on this. Um, So this is expensive, and it's kind of a splurge. Um, I also think that people are very um, specific in what their needs are in a bag. So I would always use some caution buying a bag 
for someone else. Uh, this particular one is a pretty classic, fairly simple design. Um, if the person you're thinking about buying a handbag for is a handbag person, like they invest in them regularly and they, you know, they have very specific taste, I would not make this purchase without having them involved um, because they might not care for this particular style. However, if the person you're thinking about buying something for is maybe somebody who would never spend this much on themselves, but could find themselves in a situation where maybe they want to look a little more professional or just a little more polished here and there um, for work or just in their life, then you might be okay um, just surprising them with something like this. But you use some common sense here is what I'm saying. Yeah. So don't buy a fancy expensive bag for your girlfriend of a couple of weeks, probably. Probably not. No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Or, uh, well, that's the other thing too, is sometimes we get a little too zealous with like parents and things like that, where you give your mom some big, expensive, wonderful gift, but then you get to borrow money from mom and dad a couple of weeks later. Right, yeah. Just be sensible. Be sensible. <laughs> awesome. Cool. All right. And then we put a couple of th uh, like extra throw in stores down at the bottom um, as well. Emily Lex Studio. That was. Um, that's oh, someone I've followed online for years. <clears throat> And she has does a lot of watercolor art. Um, so on her website, if you click on um, the menu, she's got a, a topic that just says faith. And that takes you to all of her art prints and different items that she has that are faith-related. Uh, but she also has other fun things like watercolor workbooks for kids and adults. Um, it's I just think she does uh, pretty Pretty work provides pretty artwork, um, so that might be an option. Um, do you want me just to talk about the other ones? Yeah, why don't you well? talk about fancy okay. that too? Um, fancy that design is also just someone that I have followed. I don't know um, either of those people. Um, I have ordered things from her, and she also has uh, faith-based items. Specifically, she has a calendar. It's um, hymns and hope. I believe it's called. Um, so every month is a different illustration, and um, it's usually a phrase from him or scripture verse. Um, she also is getting into some quilting type supplies too, if the person you're buying for is interested in that. Um, I did want to say that the first one, Emily Lex, she has written a couple of books, but I have not read those. So I, I can't really comment on those either way. But I think her artwork is beautiful. Okay. Cool. And then the third one we threw in there was January Girl Gifts, and it was suggested to us by um, one of the girls that we polled, um, but she is a little sister of somebody that Connor and I went to school with up at MLC um, and a pastor's kid, and she's a, uh, I believe she's in high school now, um, but she's a y young girl who puts together some pretty cool, um, like everything from patterns for making your own, you know, like scarves and, and mittens and things like that. But then she also does a pretty significant amount of knitting and crocheting and things like that. So um, very cool stuff. I think she also makes bracelets and uh, a little more crafty stuff when it's not the holiday season as well. So um, all good places to check out um, and uh, good products as well. The other thing too that you, you kind of I, you sparked this in my mind is um, things like crocheting and knitting mm -hmm. and sewing and things like that are kind of coming back. Um, and so whether it's something like that or just something else, you can it's you can't really go wrong if you know what somebody's hobby is. 
just first of all, they're probably going to want to talk about it. So it wouldn't be too hard to figure out like what the next thing they need or the next mm-hmm, project they mm-hmm. want to do or what they want to get into, things like that. Um, and so it might not be the hardest thing in the world. It might be a lot easier than you'd realize to get um, some ideas of how to give gifts like in the, the hobby realm, maybe a little bit too. So like well, Connor earlier was mentioned with the uh, um, the book like lamp, right? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Like um, being able to tie fishing lures sure. um, yeah. in the dark, right? You can figure that out just by saying like, hey, so you go fishing a lot. Like, what? What's something that you wish you had in your tackle box that you don't? They're not gonna. The, the it's not gonna unless you're really obvious about it. There's not gonna be like a bell going off in the back of the mind. They're asking about gifts right now. Yeah. You know, they they want to talk about it because they're interested in it. And, sure. and there we go. Awesome. Switching into the guys' side of things, I'm excited about. I mean, I was excited about the girls' list too, but I'm excited about some of the items on this list. We got several books, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. I think, uh, particularly our audience, guys that are listening to our podcast, do quite a bit of reading, um, or ought to do quite a bit of reading. Sure. Uh, the first one on the list is just the good old-fashioned Bible marking kit, and so it's not just highlighters. The highlighters are great. If you want to just give highlighters, that's cool. Um, but it also has a ruler and a couple of pens and different colored highlighters and things like that that are specifically made for marking up your Bible or um, you know taking notes in a text sure, or things like yeah. that. Um, so it's a little more specific to that. Personally, I look at some of the notes and things I've taken in my confirmation Bible. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Like, or like I was so sitting bad. by the lake reading, yeah. um, and so I was trying to underline, and it was a windy day, and now half the words are crossed out, right? yeah. things like that. So having a kit like this with a little ruler and um, with you know, other resources as a part of it besides just highlighters might be a good idea too. Oh, I wish I had had something like this when I was a kid because I was one of those kids that took like a Crayola marker and was like, well, we read John 15 today. Color in all of John 15. It I did the terrible. same thing. I thought terrible. I was the only kid that did that. So. No. Awesome. Cool. I just want to put in a plug. This would be great for women as well. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, along with the gel pens. Mm-hmm. Gel well, pens and yeah. highlighters. and yeah. yeah, this is a little different. The gel pens are more for writing, I would say. Yeah. Is it more for highlighting? Yeah, is that oh, right? absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yep. Cool. Awesome. Uh, the second one on the list is the Rocky Collection. Fantastic. I love this. So I don't so, know who suggested is it, it, but all it's five? great. Oh, I think it's the first four. Five. It first is the five. first five. See, the fifth one is so bad. Oh, yeah. Is that where he fights it's Tommy so Gunn? Yeah. <laughs> bad. In the street fight. Yeah, but um, one, two, and four are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kishy and you know, they're not actually phenomenal, sure. but but they're they are they're just the manliest movies around. You you can't not love Rocky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Clubber Lang, he's awesome too, but the storyline's kind of the same as the other ones. And if there's a woman in your life that's really into boxing or something. Nothing wrong with the Rocky yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Um, but I mean, you uh, good old fashioned classic manly movies. Mm-hmm. You gotta love them. Cool. Number three is a tent. Now, Connor, you were saying you thought a tent was a great idea. I think it's a great idea. One because <coughs> I think it'd be great to just throw in the back of your car. Throughout my life, I've found myself wishing I had an air mattress in the back of my car because you decide to spend the weekend, you just decide to spend the night at somebody's house or something like that, or even a tent. Like, I've had a lot of friends that just go camping during the summer, and I'll stop in at their campsite and wish that I had something like a tent or something I could throw down better than sleeping in the back of my minivan like I used to do back in the day, which was terrible. But I think a tent would be a fantastic idea, especially if you have any any desire to go in the outdoors and do any type of camping any type of tent is gonna be fantastic for people yeah i personally have like a little one person backpacking tent i don't Mm -hmm. i haven't done a lot of backpacking um but i have a one little like 
yeah, two. I mean, technically, it's a two person. When you're my size, it's, yeah, a, one it's a one person. person. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a one and, in a bag. <laughs> right, and, and that it's super light. It only weighs, it weighs less than a pound when it's all broken down. It's sure. really compact. It's easy, like you said, to throw in the back of a car or into a backpack or something like that. I also this summer went out and bought a. Um, it's not technically an air mattress. It's like a sleeping pad. Yeah, um, yeah. that breaks down really small as well. Like and a my pad. car, yeah. my car is not built for such things. But I can lay down all the seats and like have a flat surface mm-hmm. to lay on. And so I went to a couple of reffing clinics over the summer where I stayed overnight where the the tournament was, or yeah where the tournament was because they didn't want to drive four hours back and then back yeah. in the morning or spend two hundred dollars on a right. hotel exactly somewhere. Yep. yeah for you know for a camp that only cost one hundred fifty bucks to begin yeah, with right exactly. and so. Um, it was easy then to find like a park and ride or a a um, a uh, campground something like that where I could just park mm-hmm. and lay out in my car and sleep that way. So it looks <coughs> really like this convenient. is this is one of those fancy ones that's like it's already got like the poles and every or like it, it it says that it's like a fifteen minute setup time, which is fantastic because if you've ever been sitting there at one o'clock in the morning put to, putting together a tent, it, it's the worst experience. Yeah, in the this world. one's got like uh, cup holders and a, yeah, and a, yeah. a queen size bed with cup holders and a hot tub. And all <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. It's the luxury. Yeah, model. It's got a TV antenna built right into the. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice tent. Awesome. All right, number four was <laughs> this one was specific. So shout out to Lee Brunner. Uh, he said, "So that's my brother-in-law." Um, he specifically said a Wendy's gift card because he loves Wendy's, but. Really, a fast food gift card in general yeah. would be a good idea. Mom, you had a good insight into that. Well, I think everybody finds themselves in a situation once in a while where you you just need to grab some food. Mm-hmm. And so it's nice to have the gift card. and Just throw it in the car or something. Right, you, know? you just have it handy. Uh, or sometimes you just feel like you need a... You just need a Frosty from Wendy's sure, yeah. <laughs> or something. Absolutely. And then it's, so it's a treat from whoever it was that gave it to you. Yeah. I will say, if you are giving... So as a teacher, as much as I loved getting gift cards, I still have some Starbucks gift cards that I received <laughs> in like 2020 yeah. um, that I haven't used. Now... I am thankful for the gift cards, but I'm not a Starbucks guy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like the, the the frilly drinks and things like that. And so I've regifted some and I've gotten so, um, so here's my, I'm not saying don't give anybody Starbucks gift cards. What I am saying is if you're giving for a teacher or, you know, a pastor or somebody like that, um, there are kind of a list of things that they're going to get a bunch of, right? They're going to get a bunch of Starbucks gift cards. They're going to get... Yeah, they're going to get ties. They're mm-hmm. going to get these things. So something just slightly outside the box. So still get them a gift card, but get them a gift card to, you know, like the sports bar in town mm-hmm. or to, you know, like Culver's instead of Starbucks. Like things like that yeah. might make a big difference. Like they, they might appreciate that um, a like, little bit, even more than they're going to appreciate the gift no matter what, but they're going to appreciate it even more. You're going to say you like Starbucks. I was just going to say, it's a real shame that you don't know anyone who might use those Starbucks <laughs> gift cards. Well, and then I spent, okay, so I was living in New Ulm, teaching in New Ulm. There is no Starbucks in New Ulm, and I'm getting gift cards to Starbucks. And like, I have to drive 45 minutes just to use this thing. Yep, yep. There's a caribou down the street. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but anyway, I should you, get over that. You've re gifted gift cards before? Um, well, I shouldn't say re-gifted, but like somebody handed them out. To right. Say, okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Sure. I was like, man, I need to get with you about budgeting because you're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, not. It wasn't a budget issue. It wasn't a budget <laughs> issue. But like, I because Starbucks, like just regular coffee, isn't that great? The sugary drinks are. Yeah. I just don't, I'm not big on the sugary drinks. I get stomach aches and things when I drink mm-hmm. them, and I, I just don't love them. I would rather have a really good, high quality cup of coffee, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so the Starbucks gift cards don't do a ton for me, um, but I, I guess you could share them with the ladies in your life as well. Okay, number five. I lost it. Where is it down there? Oh, down at the bottom. Speaking Boldly. This is a Speaking Boldly book. This one was suggested. I've never read this one. Um, it was suggested by uh, a young man who is now a young pastor down south. Um, I oh, Let me click on it here. I couldn't find the link. There we go. Um, it's put out by Concordia. And I like the idea that it's about sharing God's word in a practical way. Um, like I said, I haven't read it myself, but pretty much anything put out by Concordia is going to be solid um, and trustworthy. We use c- c- the Concordia commentaries for most mm-hmm. of our work at the seminary. Um, they generally put out excellent stuff, and this one is specifically about um, sharing God's word in your daily life. So not the big Herculean efforts of going out and street preaching or anything like that, but just presenting the gospel boldly in your daily, everyday life, which is something um, that is a reality for more people, I think, um, than the other way around where you have endless opportunities to just sit down with people and say, hey, have you met Jesus? Yeah. You know. So, Mom, you've worked a little bit more. And I guess both of you guys have worked. I have certainly have spent time and continue to spend time in the public sector, right? Uh, but you guys have a little bit more experience working in an actual workplace, Um where you can't really witness the way you, maybe you would like to sometimes. Um, yeah, that's true. Sometimes you have to let your light shine and hope that it brings an opportunity maybe outside of work. Um, so it's always nice to read something that's going to help you feel a little bit more prepared for those moments because um, if it's not something that you are able to do often, you think you can put a lot of pressure on yourself uh, un- unnecessarily. So it's nice to be able to prepare a little. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it can just be uncomfortable. I mean, it, it can be uncomfortable the first couple of times you do it. I mean, to be honest, yes, because it, it's, it's hard to find people in America that don't know about Christianity. And so they have character caricatures of Christians in their head of what they're, they're either going to be the Bible thumpers from the South that abhor anything quote unquote fun or they're going to be the super loosey-goosey Christians that just want anybody in the world to come to their church. And so people have these ingrained ideas of what Christianity is in their head already. And so when you go to witness for the first time and you want to talk about being a Christian, you have that inside you already. And we have whole classes at the seminary where we spend time learning how to go out and talk to people. And that's like that's part of our bread and butter as future pastors is, is talking to people about Jesus but when you're just working a nine to five, it doesn't always come up. So I think a book like this that gives you any type of tips or pointers that's going to help you ease into a conversation that may seem a little awkward at first. But at the end of the day, like being the title is very apt, speaking boldly, like being willing to talk about it when a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. Now, I think that's a great title for a book. And you bring up a good point. There's not a lot of, especially Americans that don't at least have some of the general concepts sure, yeah. of Christianity in the background, at least no kind of who Jesus is, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so a book like this, which is uniquely Lutheran, put up by a Lutheran publishing company, written by a, a doctor of, uh, he, I mean, I was reading his bio a little bit while you were talking. He's a, he's a got his doctorate in Lutheran studies. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and so um, it would help you 
I would guess, uh, answer that question of, well, what makes your church different? Yeah. Right? Which oftentimes is just as much or maybe more of the conversation you're going to have in those situations. Anyway, is, hey, I heard you're going to that church. Like, you go to that church, right? What's different about what you teach mm-hmm. versus what we yeah. teach? Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. Number six goes right along with that is another lease of uh, a suggestion is Genesis history. So this one goes a little bit more on the side of um, diving deeper into your Bible study Mm. and um, kind of matching some of the lies of the world, if you will. Um, And uh, I think this is a great idea. This would, again, be one where you maybe would match it up a little bit with uh, um, the things that uh, the person receiving the gift would be interested in, right? Lee uh, particularly enjoys, you know, like the sciences and history and things like that. And so uh, it makes sense that he would be looking at a book that literally talks about creation and whether or not it's a historical account. Um, Somebody that has different interests and passions might go in a little bit different direction, but there's a book written on absolutely everything in the Christian world. Um, And so I think that's a a great idea as well. Um, Number seven, which I thought was awesome because, Connor, you got a gift similar to this a a while back, is Whiskey Glasses. There's not as many people as you would think have a decent set of whiskey glasses. They're fantastic. They always come in they handy. They are. And Connor's got a real cool set with like mountains in the bottom yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, Northwest mountains. Yep. And and those get a lot of use. They in do a, get in a lot of room, use. They so. need to get washed a little bit more. <laughs> they did. Hey, it's alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah, they wash themselves. Out. Yeah, right? that's how that works. <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> the alcohol kills germs, so we can share glasses. Okay. And then number eight goes right along with that. This is Black Ridge. Bourbon. Now, mm. bourbon in general is going to be good. Uh, we had a little bit of a dud a couple weeks ago, yeah, we did. but uh, it was a good one. Or, like, so, even that one wasn't bad. Let me rephrase that. Even that one wasn't bad. This one that was suggested, I've never even heard of before. Me it's neither. A, um, Barton 1792 Master Distillers. It's called Black Ridge, and it's a port. It's port barrel finished. So the port wine, port wine. I'm assuming. Um, I believe so. I yeah, port so, wine yeah. barrel finished. It was hard to find much information on this company, and if you click the link that we have right now um, for, I think it's Total Wine, um, shows that it's actually sold out. And I was trying to find an alternative source, and I really couldn't find one. So if you're interested in this particular one, I would say. Uh, you keep an eye on the website or maybe just go into your local liquor store and, and talk to them about, um, whether they can get this or if they have a suggestion about something similar. Um, but this was very specifically recommended this particular brand. So somebody, um, you know, really really like it. Yeah. Yeah. They have like a food pairing thing on their website too, that you can pair for. I think that's kind of cool. I like that. Because yeah. I never know what to do with like wine and all that. The other thing you could do if you're just generally looking for, whether it's wine or a bottle of whiskey or whatever, um, go to the liquor store. Don't say what's popular. Mm-hmm. Say, um, go into the liquor store and ask somebody that knows what they're doing, not the kid that stocks the, the shelves, uh, but somebody looks like they know what's going on, and just ask them, like, hey, um, I'm looking to buy, you know, whatever, a, a bottle of bourbon or you know, a bottle of whiskey or a bottle of wine for so-and-so, and I don't really know what I'm looking at here. Do you have any suggestions, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them your price range, ask them for suggestions, and they are usually very, very willing to help you out. The other thing that we've done a couple of times, um, actually both, 
like mom and dad and Connor, um, is just go to Costco and literally say, what's selling? Yeah. You know, like what are people excited about? Mm-hmm. And they, the, the liquor guy at Costco might, they, they do have liquor experts there. Mm-hmm. The guy that happens to be standing in the liquor department at the time you get there might not be an expert, but he will be able to tell you what's flying off the shelves. Um, so a while back, uh, we had a bottle of Basil Hayden that we oh, really yeah, liked. That was really good. Um, that's, Can we buy another one of those too? Um, we that? only have one of those. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's about fifty dollars, fifty to sixty bucks, depending on where you buy it from, and that is a little pricey for yeah. uh, for a bottle of. A, I mean, it, compared to the high end, it's not. But, yeah, I know. Uh, it's a little more expensive, probably than most of the young guys are are paying. But it's a great gift, and it's worthwhile. They are very very good mm-hmm. yeah so always a good idea and then it's also fun to just give those cylindrical <laughs> uh like wrapped gifts yeah. everybody knows what it yep. is yep. and they get excited about it number nine i thought was fun too it's a lego set now this one is some sort of i'm not a star wars guy uh this one's some sort of star wars lego set this is the mandalorian starfighter okay the mandalorian and it looks like it's starfighter. kind of a small set right? it is yep so this, yeah, it was about eleven dollars to buy it too. So nothing crazy. It'd be a great stocking stuffer. Um, sure. I know. So like JP and Robin, my cousins, they and their kids love doing Legos. So it could be kind of all ages as well. But I know there's a lot of guys yeah. who would be very excited about getting yeah. getting a Lego set. It'd be a nice little fun thing um, to give kind of anybody of any age. Yeah. They're yeah. still so popular, even among guys like our age. There's there is still a group of guys out there that are still putting together Legos and like. More power to them. It's and not would, my cup of tea, but yeah. I would just say never underestimate the power of toys and men. Yeah. Like men like toys. Yeah. And um if you if it's a little silly but you think you'd like it, just get it. Yeah. And he will enjoy it. Yeah. Almost a hundred percent of the time. Yep, right? yep, I can't yep. really stand here and make a hundred percent guarantee. But more often than not, you get a gift, especially when it reminds him of his childhood. Uh, you can you can give him a toy or something. I think like that's that. like, he will enjoy like that. part of something too. Like when you get to become a dad or you get to become a, a parent someday. Like you get that little moment where you're like, all right, I can play with toys again. <laughs> like I can break out my little Matchbox cars or whatever, and not feel like that guy at work that's got Matchbox cars. I mean, between like the I we've got like <laughs> three hundred toy tractors between the two of us. Oh so. yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Awesome. Uh, the next one was. Uh, a little bit of a surprise to me, but the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. Is these padded seats? Now it's number eleven or number ten on our list oh. online. So they're specifically designed for a kayak, but they have all kinds of applications beyond that as well. So if it's somebody that likes to kayak, uh, I think it's probably a good idea. Somebody that's as somebody that sat in a kayak for a long time and had their backside start to hurt, mm-hmm. um, it would have been cool to have a padded seat, um, but. If you look at these, they can be used for just about anything. I mean, they they buckle up to themselves, so you could use them as like a stadium seat or yeah. something like that. Um, you could use them on a chair. You could use them even like on an office chair or something like that if you wanted to. They're portable. You can take them anywhere. It's a great idea. I think you could use them on a fishing boat, you know, just a basic mm-hmm. fishing boat with mm-hmm. the motor on the back. Yeah, yeah. Those seats are... Not real comfortable. No, no they are not. not. No, they're not. No, they are not. That's a really fancy kayak though that they're featured in. It's got yeah. like live wells and cup holders and everything. That I didn't notice that before. Yeah, but if so if you know somebody has a kayak, it's probably a great gift. Uh, no matter what, uh, if it's somebody that you know is kind of doing those kinds of things, um, it's a good gift for them as well. I like the idea. I like the idea for yeah, sure. Me too. Um, the next one is another book set. This one's a Tolkien book set. So nice. um, I would also put um, uh, the C.S. Lewis books up yep. there also. Uh, they're not on the list, but that's a great idea too. But those book sets 
um, that people really enjoy. I didn't read Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit until I was in my late 20s, and I love them now. I love them. Uh, same thing with The Chronicles of Narnia. Um, always a good idea. Uh, the next one then, number 12. Actually, I got the idea from Connor. I had forgot that you had gotten this as a gift, right? Uh, but the tie case. Have you used that tie case yet? Oh, yeah. I actually I used it when I went home for Thanksgiving. I brought it. I brought two ties home and everything, and it was a fantastic gift that I got from for graduation from uh, Michelle's family. They got it for me, and so when when I opened the package, I was looking at this thing, and I was like, I have no, I have no idea what this thing is. And I finally looked <laughs> at the side of the box, and it said tie case, and I was like, this is fantastic. If you at all travel and have to bring a suit and tie, it's just like having a garment bag or anything like that. You never know what to do with your tie, so you always end up rolling it up on your hand and then t- stuffing it in a bag somewhere. This is a much better option. It keeps everything flat and laid out. It's got a little pocket you can put your tie bars and all that stuff, and there are cufflinks if you carry cufflinks. So if if you are in any type of business world where you have to travel, I recommend it. I, I've used it the few times I've gone home or traveled around the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I've used it a lot. Yeah, and and um, the one I put on the list is kind of a lower end model, but you can get like leather ones, and you they, they scale pretty well. You can get kind of whatever price range you want. You can find one in there, um, and so if it's somebody that does do quite a bit of traveling, or you're willing to spend a little bit more, you can get them there. You can put five or six ties in there. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a portfolio, and then there's a spot for you know your cut, like you said, your cufflinks, but even um, uh, collar tabs and handkerchiefs, all like everything you, you would need that generally kind of gets loose in your bag mm-hmm. and just floats around and they disappear. Yeah. You can put it all right here in your tie case. So I I do really like the idea the idea of the tie case, especially yeah. looking forward to like choir tour, yeah, I know. Um, with the you seminary and things like busy. that. Yep, that would be a be a good thing to have. All right. Then the one after that is a warrior poet book. I don't want to put this one on the list. Um, uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, John Lovell. Thank you. John Lovell um, is a uh, podcaster and a YouTube guy um, who recently put it. So he put the book out over the summer. So it's a pretty new book. I would say I've read at least two dozen books written by Christians about manhood and masculinity. And this is probably my favorite of them all. Okay. Um, it was very, very well done. It, it's not just theory. It's very, very practical. Uh, but with theory in mind, uh, it's scripturally based. It did an excellent job of incorporating scripture the right way. Um, and um, it's very, very culturally relevant to our time. Um, so like it's uh, specifically for Americans or in the Western world. How do I, like, what is a, like, how does it practically look for me to live out my calling as a man of God? Uh, so an excellent read. I would suggest that for, for any man. Uh, and then the last one on here uh, is a, Remington print. Now, I love uh, I love having artwork on the walls. We've got a bunch of artwork on the walls in our dorm room, um, and my house was the same way. Okay. I I really enjoy. Um, oh, who's the Saturday Evening Post guy? The who? Saturday Evening Post. Yeah, Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. I really enjoy Norman Rockwell. Uh, when I lived in my own house, I had Norman Rockwell all over the place. Okay. I put uh, Remington on there because I secretly hope that I get a Remington print. Um, now, <laughs> Connor, you also very much enjoy like kind of masculine artwork, yeah, 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 yeah. right? For sure. Um, and uh, Remington is one that's kind of right up our right up our alley. I was noticing that. I was just looking at it here on Amazon. And I really like I like westerns and uh, big country. It's a big country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, yeah. big country. Yeah, yeah. But we we've had a couple of nights where we sat down and watched some cowboy films together and. 
this print is i think beautiful i think it's a great uh, yeah it's it's awesome we should get it for the room just yeah just budget for it <laughs> just give it to each other for yeah. christmas yeah <laughs> um well if you click on it there's a whole bunch of, if you click on the store i should say there's a whole bunch of different remington prints but other artists as well and you can scale it for size or put it in a frame or just have it wrapped around a canvas things like that um but a good manly masculine print is never a bad idea the other thing is you can just get artwork online like um there's all kinds of websites where you can find high quality downloads that are free that you can print and frame them and give them as gifts and things like that, which, which I've done in the past. Um, and if you want to dress them up, you can print it. Go get an old antique dictionary from the, like sure. the throwaway pile at the library. Yeah. Take out a page, print it right on there. You can do all kinds of different things if you have a decent printer also. Mm-hmm. Um, so you wouldn't have to spend this much money either. But these prints, I think, are really cool. Um at the bottom of the list there, we then put in a couple of different websites you can go visit um, as we're, we're running out of time here. But we're yeah, a couple other websites you can liz- visit. Um, Be Built Apparel is uh, Micah Bame, who went to MLC with us. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a bodybuilder, and he has his own line of... Um, oh, cool. Yeah, of T-shirts that are like, they're kind of cool little catchphrases. They're cheesy, but they're fun, right? Oh, they're okay. It's gym gear um, that's all kind of uh, scripturally based or bible based or whatever so especially if you're going to a public gym and you want to have an opportunity to share your faith his t-shirts are a great idea because they're funny they're fun um and people are going to like them because they're lifting shirts but then they also have kind of christian tie-ins which is cool Uh, i also put wolf and iron on there now uh, mike yarbrough has been on his podcast a couple of different times as a guest he's got wolf and iron um as a company and they make beard oils and books and things like that Uh, but he also has a company called uh, rustic in Maine, where they make specialty rings. So they'll uh, make rings out of wood or any other materials that you send to them. So they do things like you know, World War II rifle stocks. Yeah. They'll make rings out of them, whiskey no barrels, kidding. all that kind of I stuff. Kind of like that. He had one a while back where somebody sent in a family tartan and a barrel of whiskey that their grandfather had made and something mm-hmm. else. And he took all three of them and put them together and made a ring. And oh. it was the guy's oh, wedding ring. So cool. Yeah, or like anniversary. So somebody had their house burned down, and he gave his wife a ring that was made from like one of the. He took a chunk of wood from their house that burned down, um, and made a ring out of it. So they and do. Gave it to they her do men ring. and women's rings. Uh, yeah. So they okay. do just all kinds of cool stuff. So that's a really cool. Company. So uh, that's Wolf and Iron and Rustic and Maine. If you go to the Wolf and Iron website, which I have linked here, you can find Rustic and Maine as well. Okay. Uh, but Mike Yarbrough, he's a good good man. Um, He's been on the podcast a few times, got a great podcast of his own, and all kinds of cool products. And then the last one is my friend, um, Nate Hensler. If you remember a couple of years ago, if you remember a couple of years ago, uh, he sponsored the Letters from Father Christmas uh, series that we did during COVID. um, And I was using his beard oil the entire time. I wasn't making that up. I was using it the entire time. It's absolutely fantastic. It smells great. It's worthwhile. And um, he's a great dude with a couple of little kids at home. So help him him get a little money in the bank to take care of those kids, too. Very first episode i was ever on with you like you were just like here put this in your beard that's <laughs> I was, right i, I was forgot like, about oh, that like we're putting beard oil in which yep. i wasn't experienced with beard oil at that point but i think like it's a game yeah. changer isn't yeah it? it is it's a game changer good stuff sure. too it smells nice it, yeah well and that's a particular i mean the wolf and iron one like there it's a really good beard oil and beard butter and things like that very high quality um the brigger beard general stuff always smells fantastic i love love the way it smells and he's always trying out new scents and things sure, like yeah. that as well too so very very cool any last comments on any of the gifts or anything we want to uh before we head out of here i think just thank you to everyone who sent in ideas 
Absolutely. Yeah. We had about a dozen or so people send in ideas. So thank you very much to those of you who, who did so. Um, hey, I, make sure you use the Amazon links if you're buying something off of this list so we get a little bit of a kickback from it. Um, and uh, I mean, in the future, we're going to keep making these. So be, be don't be shy about so You know how to get a hold of us. Um, don't be shy about kicking back some ideas for us for the next uh, gift guide as well. I just had one other thought. Um, we get so used to the Amazon two-day delivery. Uh, I just wanted to remind everybody for some of these smaller shops and even for the publishing house, I don't know what their delivery times are mm-hmm. or what their final shipping date is for Christmas. So yeah, if you're looking busy. at those sites, make sure you... Um, Keep that in mind as well. Yeah, it's better to do your shopping now than wait until school gets out and you finally have a little yeah. bit of time and you got three days before Christmas to try and get all your Christmas it's, presents. Speaking of Amazon, also we get used to that um, easy free return. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so if you're shopping from a different or smaller site, you might want to check yeah. that out as well. Awesome. Yeah. All right, that's your first podcast. What do you think? Well... Um, I think you could tell at the beginning when I couldn't think of a single thing to say about myself (laughs) (laughs) that I'm not really used to doing this, but it was fun. It was was fun having you on. Yeah. Yeah. So this is officially the first episode of the Christmas season in 2023. We just put up the Christmas tree today. Now we're talking about gifts. It's a, it's a great way to start. Connor and I are headed back to school now, literally Mm -hmm. starting at 730 tomorrow morning. How you feeling about that? Right back at it. I very much needed a break, but now I'm, I'm, I was I wasn't so excited about it earlier today, but now I'm raring and ready to go. We're I'm ready to go. To I'm it, ready to so. get get back at it. It's just we're right back at it. Foot to the yep. gas pedal one more yep. time. Absolutely. All right. And then uh, with Christmas in mind, we're going to do a little bit of a series coming up here with um, Isaiah Duff and Jacob Klug and myself. We're going to get everybody ready for the Advent worship um, over the next month, and uh, of course, we'll have a big. Christmas extravaganza with a bunch of the fellows of the seminary as well. So keep those things in mind as we go. Mom, thanks for being on the podcast. If people want to reach out to you or follow you or anything, where can they do that? Well, you can get reach me through the Gird Up Instagram. That's probably the easiest. I don't really have a, a public Instagram going, but um, my name is Amy Ungamack, so I'm pretty easy to find. Or you can find me through Charlie. Awesome. Cool. Connor? Uh, Connor Herder on Facebook, and then also I think Connor dot Herder at G- at Instagram, not at Gmail. Every time. <laughs> all right, and then uh, we'll make sure. Like I said all these links are down in the show notes below. You can find the Gird Up website at www.girdupministries.com. You can find the gift guide that we've been working through today on that website. We'll make sure we have a link down in the show notes below, um, and you can find us on Instagram at. Uh, gird up underscore b underscore a underscore man um don't have a facebook going anymore so if you're looking for us there sorry about that uh, it wasn't really being used so no reason to leave it up there it's not getting used anyway um feel free to reach out merry christmas to everybody uh god's blessings on your celebration and your gift giving as we go and uh, generally go be the men that god created you to be we will see you next or talk to you next week On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, editing, and distributing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you'd like to contact us with comments, questions, or suggestions, you can reach out to us at any of the links in the description below or on our website. 
Please consider supporting the work of Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping at our online store, or making a $5 cup of coffee donation at www.girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure you like, friend, follow, and subscribe to Gird Up and all of our guests on your social media platforms and consider leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to the Gird Up podcast so that others can find us and be blessed by our content too. As always, thanks for listening. Now go and be the man that God created you to be. We'll see you next time.